Welcome to Come and See, your podcast for finding truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. With host and founder, Richard Case, and co-host and retreat leader, Kathy Riccone. Join us every weekday at this time to discuss news, spend time in the Word, and receive answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. And now your host, Richard Case. Well, good morning, Kathy. Um, good morning. Here we are. We're moving on in January. We're actually taping this in December. We're trying to, uh, because we're going to take a lot of time off for Christmas, which is uh, actually following what we know to be true, relax. <laughs> right. For Christmas and for wedding. That's it. A wedding. That's right. Wedding coming up. Um, that uh, we're trying to get ahead of it a little bit, uh, so yeah. that so that we can uh, take the time off and uh, and enjoy it uh, purposely. So uh, we've been working at it, and God helped helped us get a wisdom about how to how to develop that. So that's been uh, really good. Um, well, we're excited about our life of describing prayer. Uh, remember, mm-hmm. prayer is relationship, and um, we've tried to describe the beauty of the privilege of it is mm-hmm. the God of the universe who's omniscient, omnipresent, omnipotent. Every every question we've got, every problem mm-hmm. we've got, every situation we've got, every circumstance we have. And by the way, we we, we know, we got to keep reminding everybody, and of course nobody needs to be reminded of it really. Uh, Jesus said in the world you're going to have what? Trouble. Trouble. <laughs> <laughs> we don't need reminders of that uh, one, right? <laughs> and we can, you know, it's it's complications, it's people against us, it's sticky situations, it's difficulty, it's things that don't quite work out, mm-hmm. um, it's opposition, uh, it could be financial, it could be things that we've actually contributed to. Mm-hmm. Um, and in the middle of all that, God says, well, today... And, and you described this, you know, when you and Anna were out uh, processing right. is we decided that we weren't having a great day, <laughs> you know, and God says, well, today, now that you realize that, why don't you ask me? Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, why? Well, because uh, I have the answer for everything. So think of the disciples walking with Jesus for three years. We don't have any recorded conversation that looks like this Mm -hmm. Uh, Jesus what do we do about this (laughs) nowhere does it say Jesus said I don't know good luck right right yeah boy that's a hard question Uh, we're not going to be able to get that one let Uh, me know what happens (laughs) uh, yeah I don't know Uh, whatever happens happens see it's it's if they had a question Jesus always knew the answer Mm-hmm. And and by the way, he knew how to deliver the answer in a way that that was his will all by itself. So like right. like like for example, um, the woman at the well, uh, his disciples, you know, go into the town, and he's sitting there at the well, Jericho uh, at uh, uh, Jacob's well, and there's a Samaritan woman there, mm-hmm. a, a woman who's Samaritan, not Jewish woman. And, and she's, she's going up to get water, uh, which is her duty every day. I got to mm-hmm. go up, get buckets of water, and carry them back down. Uh, 
and uh, Jesus is there. Now, she wouldn't say anything to him because he's a Jewish male. Mm-hmm. Uh, a Jewish male, by the way, would never say anything to a woman, particularly a Gentile. Right. And he says, can you give me some water? And she says, of course I can, but uh, why are you talking to me? Why exactly? <laughs> uh, you shouldn't be talking to me. And Jesus says, if you knew who you were talking to, you'd ask me to give you water. Mm-hmm. What? What are you talking about? I don't, you don't even have a bucket. What are you talking about? No, I have living water, and if you drink of it, you'll never thirst again. Mm-hmm. And she says, give me that. <laughs> right. Um, and then it goes through this series of discussions, of comment, back and forth dialogue, uh, to where he's asking her question, he's making a statement, mm-hmm. she's responding, he goes where she's responding, and leads her to a place where she says, well, if, if I know that, that when you say worship in spirit and truth, that someday Messiah will come and tell us all this stuff, and he says, honey, that's me. Right. Uh, well, and this is, this is how beautiful it is. Now, did he know the answer up front? Yes. Mm-hmm. His desire was, I want to show you that I'm the Messiah and I want you to respond to that. Mm-hmm. Now, what he could have said, and this is how we would like it, well, just say so. Right, right. Honey, I'm the Messiah. You need to worship me. Um, go get people and tell them I'm the Messiah and and you'll understand it and this is what I'm telling you and here's my answer. Mm-hmm. He says, now I know the answer but I'm going to do it in a way that you discover truth and realize some things about who I am and mm-hmm. I'm going to do it in a, in a special way that draws you into that story of what it, what it means. And, and so when we pray about all these things of life, it's God says, I know the answer right now, today. Mm-hmm. I know the answer right now, today. If you have a heart to hear it and walk with me into it, mm-hmm. I'll get you there. Now, I know you would like me to just tell you the, the end of the story. Right. But, but trust me with this. Trust me. Let's of stay how, in process. Of how I'm going to do it. And by the way, mm-hmm. he said, one thing that I enjoy, God speaking, is being with you. Right. I purposely keep it like he did with the, the woman at the well, he actually enjoyed the dialogue. Yeah. Can I read you? Um, I don't think I've shared this with you, but it's a sweet, a text interchange um, exchange that I had actually with Anna um, recently. She'll, she'll, we'll text back and forth while she's away at college. Yep. And um, there's a sweetness in this that I think speaks to what you're talking about. And I think will just bless one of our listeners too. And so this particular day, she texted me um, a verse. She started with Isaiah 43, 1, and it says, But now, O Jacob, listen to the Lord who created you. O Israel, the one who formed you says, Do not be afraid, for I've ransomed you. I've called you by name, and you are mine. And then here's her response to it. She said, Isn't this the coolest verse? (laughs) Picture, you know, 18-year-old saying this. I love it. I'm sure I've heard it before, but it hit me in a new way this time. 
I feel like so often we listen to the world and the enemy, and we literally have access to listen to the one who created us. Like, why would we listen to people who don't really know us or the enemy who comes to steal our joy when we could listen to the very person who knit us together in our mother's womb and knows us better than we could ever know ourselves? And even when everything around us says to worry, the one who created us says, don't be afraid. I ransomed you. I've called you by name in your mind. Like imagine God literally saying that to you. I feel like if we could really grasp that, that it would just fill us with instant peace. Yeah. Beautiful. I mean, could could you say it any better? No. No, <laughs> and no. I think about that's the invitation he gives us in prayer in this constant communion with him. The yeah. one who literally created us and knit us together in our mother's room says, Don't be afraid. Just come talk to me. Come talk to me. I'm leading you. Talk to me. Yeah. We're gonna walk this thing out together. Yeah. And yeah. I've got it, but yeah. stay with me. Yeah. And and just like we did with Abijah um yesterday is um if you have a heart to follow, you'll get my answer. And even when I'm trying to get you an answer, I may, I may invite you to that answer and you have a choice to make. Mm-hmm. Like with, with uh, Jeroboam, tell him if he, would, if he would just come to me, his whole life would be blessed. And, uh, but he chose not to. But by the way, Abijah, stay with me and your life will be blessed. Mm-hmm. Because why? I know the answer. Hey, I got a problem. I know. Yeah. Um, I got I got an answer for it. Hey, I got a surprise. I know. I got mm-hmm. an a- I got an answer for you. You know, and that's the beauty of walking with God. So let's go to another story, very similar, in uh, potential problem. Uh, Jehoshaphat. Uh, mm-hmm. He's also now the king of Judah. Second uh, Chronicles twenty one to twenty five. Second Chronicles sure. twenty. 1 to 25, a little bit of, uh, again, lengthy story, but the truth of it is so beautiful. So uh, Jehoshaphat, uh, king. Perfect. Okay. It says, it happened after this that the people of Moab and the people of Ammon and the others besides the Ammonites came to battle against Jehoshaphat. Then some came and told Jehoshaphat saying, a great multitude is coming against you from beyond the sea, from Syria, and they are in Hazazan Tamar, which is Angedi. And Jehoshaphat feared and set himself to seek the Lord and proclaimed a fast throughout all Judah. So Judah gathered together to ask help from the Lord. And from the cities of Judah, they came to seek the Lord. Then Jehoshaphat stood in the assembly of Judah and Jerusalem and in the house of the Lord before the new court and said, O Lord God of our fathers, are you not God in heaven? And do you not rule over all the kingdoms of the nations and in your hand? Is there not power and might so that no one is able to withstand you? Are you not our God who drove out the inhabitants of this land before your people Israel and gave it to the descendants of Abraham, your friend forever? And they dwell in it and have built you a sanctuary in it for your name saying, if disaster comes upon us, sword, judgment, pestilence, or famine, we will stand before this temple and in your presence for your name is in this temple. And we cry out to you in our affliction, and you will hear and save. And now, here are the people of Ammon, Moab, and Mount Seir, whom you would not let Israel invade when they came out of the land of Egypt, but they turned from them and did not destroy them. Here they are, rewarding us by coming to throw us out of your possession, which you have given us to inherit. Oh, our God, will you not judge them? For we have no power against this great multitude that's coming against us, nor do we know what to do, but our eyes are upon you. 
Now all Judah with their little ones, their wives and their children stood before the Lord. Then the spirit of the Lord came upon Jehaziel, the son of Zechariah, and the son of Benaiah, and the son of Jael, the son of um, Mantaniah, a <laughs> Levite, the son of Asaph, in the midst of the assembly. And he said, listen, all you of Judah and you inhabitants of Jerusalem, and you, King Jehoshaphat, thus says the Lord to you, do not be afraid nor dismayed because of this great multitude, for the battle is not yours, but God's. Tomorrow, go down against them. They will surely come up the ascent by the ascent of Ziz, and you will find them at the end of the brook before the wilderness of Jeruel. You will not need to fight in this battle. Position yourselves, stand still, and see the salvation of the Lord who is with you. O Judah and Jerusalem, do not fear or be dismayed. Tomorrow, go out against them, for the Lord is with you. And Jehoshaphat bowed his head with his face to the ground. And all Judah and the inhabitants of Jerusalem bowed before the Lord, worshiping the Lord. Then the Levites, the children of the um, Kohathites and the children of the Korahites (laughs) stood up to praise the Lord God of Israel with voices loud and high. So they rose early in the morning and went out to the wilderness of Tekiah. And as they went out, Jehoshaphat stood and said, hear me, O Judah and inhabitants of Jerusalem. Believe in the Lord your God, and you shall be established. Believe his prophets, and you shall prosper. And when he had consulted with the people, he had appointed those who should sing to the Lord and who should praise the beauty of holiness as they went out before the army and were saying, Praise the Lord, his mercy endures forever. Now when they began to sing and to praise the Lord that ambushes against the people of Ammon, Moab, and Mount Seir, who had come against Judah, and they were defeated. For the people of Ammon and Moab stood up against the inhabitants of Mount Seir to utterly kill and destroy them. And when they had made an end of the inhabitants of Seir, they helped to destroy one another. So when Judah came to a place overlooking the wilderness, they looked toward the multitude, and they were dead. And and there were their dead bodies fallen on the earth. No one had escaped. When Jehoshaphat and his people came to take away their spoil, they found among them an abundance of valuables on the dead bodies and precious jewelry, which they stripped off for themselves more than they could carry. And they were three days gathering the spoil because there was so much. Yeah. So um, another situation, um, uh, Jehoshaphat uh, is, uh, you know, getting attacked by uh, the enemy. And Mm -hmm. it was uh, not only a single nation, but all the nations around Israel had decided to get together and let's overwhelm them and let's eliminate uh, Israel once and for all. Mm -hmm. So it would be the equivalent of today. uh, It would be Lebanon to the north, Mm -hmm. uh, Jordan to the uh, east, uh, Egypt to the south, saying, let's all get together and let's just come against them. Um, right. so, and, we, and we learned again last time about how they went to battle, but the greater number generally won. Right. And in this case, it was overwhelming. It was probably, you know, three to four to five times as many mm-hmm. people as Joseph had had. Uh, so his first reaction when he finds out they're coming and, mm-hmm. and we got to go down to, uh, you know, this uh, certain place to go to battle. Um, his first reaction was what? Was actually to seek the Lord and proclaim a fast. 
Well, be- and before have that, everyone come his, together. His his emotion, his first emotion was fear. Oh, of course, yeah. Yeah, yeah. he said, uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know how we're going to do anything here. Uh, looks like, circumstantially, we're going to get defeated. Mm-hmm. And he had an immediate sense of fear that the outcome's not going to be very good. Right. Um, okay. Now, by the way, is that a legitimate response? Oh, yeah. Sure. So it's not, see, it's not to deny the circumstance mm-hmm. or to say, well, it doesn't matter. Whatever happens, happens. Or to belittle it. Uh, or yeah. that I'm sure God will take care of it. It's, mm-hmm. well, as far as I can tell, I'm in the middle of something really difficult and this just mm-hmm. happened to me and I don't see an immediate answer to this. And it does scare me. It does cause me to be concerned that this could be bad or this is mm-hmm. bad. Okay. That's okay. God said, that's good because it should drive you then to do what you just said. What did he then do? Right. To, to cry out to God and to call a fast well, so then, that others in the community came together to seek him as well. Let's let's get our community together. Mm-hmm. And, and by the way, uh, and we've talked about this before, there's a beauty in that. And that when you're different, when you're in difficulty, mm-hmm. when things are, are, are hard, when things are surprises, when things are, I don't know about this one, uh, gather people around you Absolutely. and say, let us go to God together and hear what God has to say. Mm-hmm. And, and let's build that strength of just fellowship with knowing that God will show us something and we'll help each other understand it. So he did. Mm-hmm. Um, and he goes, he goes to, uh, to God and he starts out and says, uh, I'm coming to you because <laughs> I have no idea what to do. Mm-hmm. Um, so to me, it looks overwhelming. As far as I can tell, anything we do is going to wind up in defeat, including if we just don't go to battle. Right. Um, shouldn't we just not even show up? No, I'm still going to get defeated. So I don't know. We're coming at you with we don't know what to do. And then he says, uh, so I'm going to process with you. And the first thing he does, and you can read these verses out of Deuteronomy. He says, you said, if Mm -hmm. we follow you, you're going to protect us, save us, keep us whole, and provide covenant life to us. And I'm Mm -hmm. telling you, we have a heart to follow and you've made right. this promise. So I'm starting with that. A little bit what we talked about last time with Abijah. Mm-hmm. I'm starting with your truth from scripture. Mm-hmm. You said. And now what have you got to say about this particular problem? Mm-hmm. Because it's well, I know it's specific and your will has to be carried out specifically in my situation. So what he didn't say was you said covenant. You said you protect us, so I'm just handing it over to you. Good luck. Right. Let me know when you take care of it, and uh, I'll just assume your promise is true. No, mm-hmm. I'm starting there, but I need to know what do you have to say about this today? And remember, we keep talking about the purity of the question. Mm-hmm. What do you got to say about this? What do you got to say? I'm not going to assume anything. I know truth. I know you're going to give me covenant, but what do you got to say about this? And he asked, uh, and they, and by the way, when, and this is interesting, if he asked the question, what did he expect? 
An answer. An answer. <laughs> yeah. Um, it wasn't like, well, what have you got to say? But probably I'm not going to hear it. Mm-hmm. Or I don't know if I'm going to hear it. No, if I ask and God says, you can have confidence in this. If you ask me for wisdom, I'll get it to you. Yeah. Um, ask me. Ask me. What do you got to say about this? What do you got to say about this? Kind of like what we experienced with Michelle is we really were wondering, well, our preference is this. Mm-hmm. We know you can. What do you have to say about that? And it wasn't like, well, I guess maybe, perhaps, when we asked the question, we expected a real clear answer that we know that we knew that we knew that we understood God's will, not, I hope we guess right. Right. And through a series of supernatural things, we actually got, it very we clear. got the answer. It's clear. It's clear. It's clear. I'm telling you this. I'm showing you this. You can count on it being absolute. And you know that you know that you know. Because why? Mm-hmm. Well, I, I we asked for it. And so he asked for it. And, he, and, and God said, I'll get it to you. Okay, so in verse 15, what did God tell him? He says, and then he said, listen, all you of Judah and you inhabitants of Jerusalem and you king to Hosaphat. Thus says the Lord to you, do not be afraid nor dismayed because of this great multitude for the battle is not yours, but God's. Right. Don't worry. Um, in this scenario, the battle is mine, not yours. So don't be afraid mm-hmm. about what I'm going to tell you next. Right. Trust me. Uh, mm-hmm. The covenant is true. It will hold up. I have I have a specific thing about this, and I'm going to actually fulfill it. And it won't even be your battle. Mm-hmm. But, you know, trust that you heard what I had to say. Um, okay. And they said, okay, that's good. Now, at that point, again, it's it's the battle is mine, not yours. And I hear this a lot. Well, great. It's God's battle. Let us know when you take care of it. Mm-hmm. And God didn't stop there. No. In fact, he told them, position yourselves. So they've got to stand. It says, you'll, you won't need to fight in this battle, but position yourselves. Stand still and see the salvation of the Lord who's with you. And, and so they had something to do in that, yep. a participant part. You get ready to go to battle. Mm-hmm. And tomorrow, you go to this specific place. Mm-hmm. And you prepare as if you're going to battle right and i need you to go there and i need you to be there and you'll see then what i'm about ready to do but your instruction to experience what i just said is to do this i got to get you to the right place at the right time with the right people for me to fulfill what i have and that's why uh, we keep saying god's promise is uh, given, but it's not, it's, it's not absolute. It's, it's potential, mm-hmm. but not absolute. Like, like the Israelites, God said the same thing when they crossed the Red Sea, I'm taking to the promised land and I'll defeat the enemy. Mm-hmm. They said, we're not going, we're not willing to go. We're not willing to be persuaded. What you have to say is true. We have, we have extreme unbelief. He said, okay, I told you what is my will. I told you what is my promise. But since you didn't follow me into it, you will never experience what could have been delivered Mm. to you. And we got to really understand that so that it's not, well, whatever happens, happens. Or that God said, it's like, here's my promise. 
Now follow my instruction. Mm-hmm. And, and of course they did. Now let's go the other direction. What if, if Jeroboam said, okay, that's good. We're going back to Jerusalem. What would have happened? Hmm. If God says, tomorrow you go down there, and Jeroboam says, no, I'm not doing that. I'm going to go, I'm going back to Jerusalem. Right. What would have happened? Well, God couldn't have delivered the promise. Yeah, to him it, it, it would have been, well, then you're going to get defeated. Mm-hmm. I told you what I'm about, I'm going to do, what my promise is, and your instruction is to be obedient to my step that I'm asking you to take. Jehoshaphat. Jehoshaphat. Yeah, that's what threw me off. You said Jeroboam, and I'm like, Oh, sorry. Sorry, not Jeroboam. <laughs> that threw me off. That's a, that's yes. a few stories ago. That's, that's a few stories ago. Jer- yeah. Jeroboam, you know, he's already dead. You know, so uh, sorry about that. Jehoshaphat. That's okay. Yeah, yeah that starts with a J. Same one, you know. So, uh, <laughs> uh, sorry, J- Jer- uh, Jehoshaphat. Um, yes. If you yeah. had said, I'm going back to Jerusalem, God would have said, well, then you, you've thwarted stopped, mm-hmm. altered my ability to deliver you because right. you're now being disobedient right. you know, to it. Now, by the way, and, and we see this in other stories, Joseph could have said, that's going to be a hard thing to do. Um, are you sure that we're supposed to go down there and act mm-hmm. if we're going to go to battle? What Can if you they confirm this? What if me? they attack us? And, and no, he, God would have said, that's okay. Now that you're staying with me, and you have a legitimate question, I'll reinforce it. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you, yep, it's going to happen. Do it this way. I'm confirming. You can have confidence. It's okay that you questioned it. Mm-hmm. It's not okay if you walk away from it. Right. And that's what God said. So he, they said, okay, we'll go down. And so they go down. And then and then uh, Joseph asked, says to his people, he said, look, um, we got to believe that God is, is who he says he is. Mm-hmm. One, two, believe the prophets. Now, what he's talking mm. about there is we've stood, started this whole process on the covenant, which yes. was given to us in the word, and we can trust it. Trust what God mm-hmm. has already said. And on top of it, he told us that today he's going to defeat the enemy if we stand mm-hmm. here and, and come to this place, so believe the promise, mm-hmm. the word, the, the instruction that God gave us today. And they I all- do love to, in the story, not only did he say that though, but there's actually this section where he recalls the faithfulness of God. Right. So really, if anyone was sitting there listening, they would be reminded if they were doubting or questioning, oh, you know, is this really it? And and when you recall, there's some there's something for us to learn in that remembering the importance of remembering the faithfulness of God when we're when we're stepping into something difficult or an instruction that may be hard to follow. Exactly. Yep. And let's remind us why community is so important. Uh, mm-hmm. Remind us of it. And then. Uh, then they were defeated and they killed, interesting enough, they killed each other completely. Right. Which is, you know, for me, it's always hard to imagine as that's happening, I would have thought a bunch of them would have mm-hmm. said, this ain't working out. <laughs> <laughs> what <laughs> what are, are we, we doing? Why don't we just stop this? Mm-hmm. But they kept going and yeah. they literally killed everybody, each other completely, 100%. Mm-hmm. Um, and they've been defeated and God did the work. Uh, right. through confusing them and getting them to attack each other. And basically the way that I 
I perceive and had insight about it is they, because they're self-centered people, mm-hmm. somebody irritated somebody in the process and they started fighting each other and forgot even their mission. Mm-hmm. And they just came against each other and they just decided we're, you know, I don't like you and I'm coming after you. And they, right. and they killed each other. And then at the end of it, they all got killed. And, and what was left? All their stuff. All the spoils. Okay. Yes. Now, why did they bring the spoils to the, to the, to the battle? Well, because they assumed that the victory was theirs. Yeah. So they were bringing everything with them, just thinking they're coming in, they're moving in. There's this no way. It, There's no know? way they can beat us. So we're, we're not only coming, but we're going to occupy Israel mm-hmm. with our stuff. And they had jewelry and they had gold and they had, uh, you know, resources. And God said, now it's yours, uh, Jer- mm-hmm. uh, 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 Joseph at. And it took them three days to carry it all back to Jerusalem because it was so right. much stuff. So not only of what the enemy in turn, you know, what Satan, what evil uh, presented itself to conquer you. I turned it into good, not only good, but more blessing mm-hmm. because of what I can do to you that you weren't even expecting that you now have bounty from it. And by the way, peace, because the rest of the people around you are going to say, mm-hmm. well, let's not bother with you anymore. And they didn't uh, right. because of what happened. So the beauty of, of his prayer life was I got a problem. I am afraid, but mm-hmm. I, but I know what to do. I'm going to come to you. What do you got to say about this? You've already spoken covenant. You've spoken truth. I start there. How about this situation? I'll take care of it. You go down to this place, follow my instruction and you'll see what I'm about ready to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and all you had to do is basically show up, show, stay, <laughs> stay with me, stay with me, stay with me, mm-hmm. ask and hear, ask mm-hmm. and hear, receive and follow and stay in relationship yes. with me. And God said, I'll get you the answer because I know the answer. And not only do mm-hmm. I know the answer, I can deliver the answer. Right. And that's the cool thing about God. He, I can supernaturally give you this answer. So we'll, we'll pick this up again uh, uh, next time with a new story. But you know, these last two, just think of these beauty of these last two, Abijah and Jehoshaphat, is they just had a heart to follow God and mm-hmm. God showed them how I can deliver you. And the only requirement is for you to stay, right. stay with me. You know, so we encourage right. everybody that, yeah, you got problems. Go to God, ask him to speak, have a heart to hear and stay with them until you get your answer. Yes. Beautiful, beautiful example. Thank you so much for sharing today. And thank you for joining us, everyone. Hope you have a blessed afternoon. Yep. And then father, we do just pray and thank you that you do Uh, have answers and that we can come to you and and stay with you. And may we have a heart to do it and receive it and live it out. And we thank you in Christ's name. Amen. Amen. All right. We will see you tomorrow. Sounds great. Thank you for joining us for today's episode of Come and See, your podcast for truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. Send us your questions and comments and tune in tomorrow for more answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. Remember, God's will is best and none better. His truth brings peace in this world of chaos.